1: You are tuned in to another edition of Americana Music Profiles, brought to you by Americana Rhythm Music Magazine and Americanamusicmagazine.com. I'm your host, Greg Tutwiler. Let's jump right in to the next exciting interview. Born in Colorado, Texas-based singer-songwriter Casey Beck has channeled life's hard licks and his experience as a wounded vet into a bold career in music. His latest song, The Machinist, is gaining international attention. KC is my guest on this edition of Americana Music Profiles as we talk about his military career, his pursuit of music, and the work on his latest album. Well, hi, KC. Welcome to the podcast. I'm glad we could work this out today.
0: Appreciate you for having me.
1: Yeah, man. Good to talk to you. So uh, you're in uh, uh, Texas, is that right?
0: Yeah, I'm uh, I'm outside of Austin. I'm in a little town just uh on the northeast side.
1: Yeah, okay. Cool. Austin, uh do you you get to well, obviously not not right at the moment, but uh, do you get to play no, there? Not right now. Do you get to play <laughs> yeah, there? Yeah, a
0: little bit. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit.
1: Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Um so uh we're going to talk about some new music that you've got coming up and and uh but if if we can I'd like to dial it back just a little bit and talk about your your career and and kind of how all this thing got started you you started at a pretty young age with your dad is that right to understand that correctly yeah
0: well so uh, it even goes farther back than that uh the the first like public stage i had was uh, a few thousand bikers at a uh, baron's toy run uh i want to say 1993 ish okay so i was eight seven or eight years old yeah okay. uh, the summer of 93 uh and there were i mean thousands of bikers it was a big toy run they did every year in western colorado and then uh you know as far as playing guitar i really got into playing guitar around that age and then uh i got good probably age 12 age 13 and uh i've gotten better over the years
1: so were you was your dad in a band was it uh, kind of a duet thing my
0: dad, well my dad's been doing music off and on uh, basically his whole life he played for uh i mean he was Fourteen years old, playing for uh, some bigger guys that that used to tour with, like uh, probably Glenn Campbell types and stuff back sure. in the seventies and eighties. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I can't remember the main guy that was. He was kind of a big uh, hit in Colorado. My dad uh, played bass on a lot of his albums. Yeah, cool. So my dad was kind of doing the ses- the sessions thing as a teenager. Okay.
1: So where did where did the um where where did the career start for you kind of more in the professional mindset you you played through high school and 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 into your young adult years i'm assuming
0: yeah so uh in high school i was kind of competitive uh my main competitor in high school is now the sound guy for uh whiskey myers okay uh, that's cody uh cody j Simpson yeah me and him used to just try to one-up each other and his brothers were doing bands and uh you know cody's uh cody and i we both started out kind of more hard rock and stuff, you know, learning how to do licks. And then, uh, we've dialed it back, you know, and, uh, he's on with whiskey Myers and stuff. And, uh, we, we talk occasionally, but, uh, it, it's kind of morphed in this kind of, uh, you know, I 35 country thing. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I got, I got to Fort Hood in 2005 and I was like, Hey man, I'm right outside of Austin. And, uh, so I did my first album while I was, uh, a PSC in the army there. Uh, that was the Cove, uh, the uh, co-studio sessions. Sure. Uh And then uh, shortly after I went to Nashville and I was talking to Broken Bow for quite a few months there. And then uh, Kathy Walker with the K was one of the big song pluggers. And she was plugging me to uh, BNA Nashville and and, uh, Curb Records at the time. So she was trying to get uh, one of my songs and it got held for like six months. I mean, it just sat there so yeah
1: and and did i did i understand correctly there was an issue with you being enlisted causing that to not go through
0: so broken boat broken boat was talking to me uh their only thing they ever complained they're like man you're too it's a little bit rock based but we could probably work with that and then uh and then the next thing was uh then they find out so what's this deal with the military i'm like well i'm enlisted at fort hood and they were like oh we can't talk to you anymore we're sorry and i was like uh, okay. <laughs> so I, it was like,
1: yeah, yeah. That's a, know. that's a new one. I hadn't heard that before, but, uh, I, I'm i assuming there's all kinds of policies that we're unaware of.
0: <laughs> yeah. That, that, I mean, it was a new one on me too. At 20 years old, I'm like, wait, I've done all this work and now, I mean, you know, yeah. so yeah, it was, uh, uh, I mean, that was hard, but, uh, you know, and I got injured shortly thereafter and, uh, I tried to stay in a couple of times, but I ended up finally getting out in 2007 uh and then I went to Iraq and I actually uh paid for my album by contracting in Iraq. And uh I did the My Car, My Guitar album and uh during that time we got in a one of the songs uh got in a movie and you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. So tell tell me about the run in with Brett Michaels. I found that kind of interesting. Yeah, so yeah it's
0: uh, a, it's a funny story, but uh Brett Michaels comes to play one I of I wanna say it was Al Assad. Uh but I'm working there. I'm a mechanic for the uh, Marine Corps uh, as a civilian, but I w- I was working side by side with them. I go to the show. They're like, Hey, Brett Michael's going to be here. I'm like, no way. And I'm like, I get up there. And uh, it, interestingly, I think he, I, he like gestures to me. I thought he was calling me on stage. He didn't, but uh, either way, I was over by the stage. And the, so when the show ends, we hang out and it starts out, he's like, Hey, you know, I got to get going. I was like, Oh, okay. You know, he's like, but man, that guitar is really nice. So he starts playing my guitar <laughs> and it was like and then the Air Force uh the Air Force M W R girl comes over, she's like, Hey, can you sign that? And both me and Brett at the same time are like, Oh, no way, that's a beautiful guitar. I'm not signing that. I was like, Man, so and I'm saying basically the same thing, I'm like, That's my graduation present, no way. Yeah, yeah. There, she's like, Well what about what about the guitar strap? You know, and we're both like, Okay, yeah, cool. So he signs it and uh and then it's like, you know, fifteen minutes goes by and he's like, Man, I gotta get going and then uh but he starts talking again, and we start talking and talking. And he's like, "So your dad did this, and you know, uh, just different stuff about music." And then, uh, and uh, he was asking me where I grew up, and I was like, "Oh, you know, Kansas City, and you know, a little bit of Colorado, and back and forth." And there was like another fifteen, so about forty-five minutes total goes on. And I probably got to say because I know they're like the band's gesturing for him to go. I'm like, "Hey, man, I think you got to get going, Brett." And he's like, "Oh yeah, man, you're right." And then, uh, so he's walking off the stage with my guitar. I'm like, "Hey, Brett." He's like, what? I'm like, my guitar, man. <laughs> he turns around and hands me the guitar and is like, I haven't talked to him since.
1: Wow, that's funny. So did did that prompt a song? Did I understand that right?
0: Uh, no, but I've, uh, I've, I've fiddled with it. One of these days, I'm going to... You know, I, I've it with some different stuff there. One of these days, I'll, I'll make a song out of it. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's that's a cool story. So it's definitely sounds like there's material there for a song. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah, man. Yeah. It's, it's the perfect country song. Yeah, maybe
1: you could get him to jump in on as a, uh, uh, as a co-creditor or something. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, it'd be cool.
1: Yeah. So tell me a little bit about your songwriting process. Uh, obviously, you've got all these kinds of different world travels and experiences. How does all of that play into uh, when you sat down to craft a new song?
0: Well, I mean, one thing about me that, I mean, the people that are in my inner circle, they all know it. Like I've had this outrageously crazy life. Like, uh, I mean, even getting injured in the military, even with that, I still stuck it out. Went to Iraq for three years. I almost got killed a half dozen times. Uh, I literally almost got mortared and this, uh, with a girl who was my girlfriend, like, four or five years prior, you know, like we literally almost get killed together. So there's Jeez. a song in that at some point. And, uh, what's crazy is I'm still friends with her grandma, like really close with her grandma. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, we like, we like both, both lied to her grandma. We're like, no, no, we were fine. I was like, but no, both of us know the truth. Uh, and there's, there's still video of the fire of, uh, about 50 to a hundred yards away. Uh, a trailer caught fire and blew up and wow. it was pretty wicked. Uh, so, I mean, that, Weird stories there, you know, and just, I accidentally got uh, deported from Belgium because I didn't have the right pass to get on uh, Chevers Air Force Base or Shape NATO. Uh, Just all these weird things have happened. And uh, people who know me are just like, man, like, only you, would happen to, you know? And I was like, (laughs) uh, I I mean, it it just happens like that. And I just think that it's because I'm really steady and I'm really consistent. I just keep doing stuff. Uh, Every day is never the same as the last.
1: Right. Uh,
0: And in my song process, what I try to do is I try to do all true stories. So every song I've ever written, if you listen to them, they've got some, there's like 90% truth and maybe like 10% like a, uh, a coded message in them, you know? And, uh, so like in case in point, my recent song, the machinist is, uh, was written for a guy I was in Iraq with his brother has cancer. And his name's uh, Tommy McGordy. Yep. And uh, the guy I was in Iraq with is named Bill, and me and Bill go back to Iraq. And uh, he was like, hey, man, can you dedicate a song to my brother? And I was like, well, you know, tell me some stuff about him. And he did. And uh, so I wrote the song, and only one section in there is basically about me, and that's, you know, Grandpa Passes, uh, Steady Hands Down to Me, uh, you know, along with this guitar, guitar. you know, and that, that whole part there is my grandpa did leave a guitar to me, and grandpa passed away after like five bouts of cancer. He was a he was a tough old man. But uh, uh, other than that, the whole song, you know, every other song I've ever done has been a true story.
1: Do you, um, when you sat down to, to put these songs together, Um, you know, in a sort of a completed fashion, are are you drawing on notes or you just kind of sit down and let let the memories come back and put it together that way? Is there a, do you have a method to it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: All memories. Recently though, for some of the rhymes, I've finally started actually uh, writing down, uh, you know, just kind of jotting down a list of rhymes, words that rhyme with uh, like the main verse. Right, but other than that, it's it's all memories. I'll sit there and uh, I'll be working. Something will happen, and I'll be like, "Man, you know, that's the darndest thing." Hey, let me write that down. Yeah, and yeah. then uh, you know, usually usually it starts with a chorus. And and then uh, I'll build on that.
1: The the new song or the song that's out, The Machinist, is is this? And and then you you sent me notes to a new one that. Um, that you yeah. that you just finished putting together. That's pretty timely with uh, all of the uh, COVID and pandemic situation. Are, are all of these parts and pieces of a new record that's on the way?
0: Yeah, they are. Uh, I'm kind of putting. Uh, I mean, I've been putting it together. At, it, I started uh, writing this with a guy. I, I mean, I wrote it all, but I've been just kind of working on it with the music. And I work with a guy out of a uh, House of David Studio in Nashville, and uh, and then I do the rest here in Texas. But we just kind of been putting some stuff together. And uh, I've got like four more songs other than that that I got to put together, and we've got a full album. Okay,
1: that's awesome. And I don't
0: have a name for it yet. And I also got a Byron Hill song. Uh, Byron Hill and John Rich pitched. They pitched a song out to Nashville. A guy pitched it to me uh, like 11, 12 years ago, and I couldn't afford the licensing then because it was really expensive. Uh-huh. Uh, you had to pay. You had to pay ten thousand units up front and stuff like that. I just couldn't afford it. And then I just happened to find out this song never got done or it got done in Canada, but it's never been done in the U.S., and uh, I reached out to Byron Hill's Publishing, not knowing I would actually get a hold of Byron Hill. Wow. And, uh, you know, this old man calls me, he goes, hey, this is Byron, and I'm like, uh, yeah. And, he, you know, he's really <laughs> calm, and he's like, uh, I was just calling you back, and I'm like, okay, yeah. Uh, uh, I'd like to do this song. And he's like, well, that's great. And he's like, yeah. And uh, and he walked me through, even told me how to get the Harry Fox license. Yeah. And everything. He's like, I think I still got the original... Uh, Demo tape that John sang on and everything, you know. Wow! And uh, he sent all that to me, and we've got the song basically ready to go. I just got to sing on it.
1: Yeah, wow, that's awesome. Do you, do you have a, yeah. a, a a target date for when you'd like to have the record out? I'm
0: thinking November. Okay. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to mess up uh, the machinist charting in Texas specifically. Right. But, uh, I'm thinking November for that.
1: And the your music has kind of got this uh gritty edgy country feel is that is that where you're finding the the song tracking with folks that are into that style of music
0: yeah i mean that's kind of me like i i'm a real uh i mean we sat down the other day there's another guy i work with and it's like we were talking about it and everything i've ever done has been dangerous i've never had a i mean i was i was armed security in the capital i've been a top i was a roadside investigator uh so the music is really how I am. Uh-huh. I mean, I'm not I'm not the skinniest guy. Uh, I, I, I'm unassuming, if you don't know, that I, I've done, like, I don't know, seven different types of martial arts. Right. I've done all the combatives in the military. I mean, people people have, you know, tried with me and gone, oh, I didn't realize you could do that. I'm like, yeah, you know. Uh, but, I mean, I'm just a real unassuming guy, but everything I've ever done has been real rough around the edges, right. and my music's just... It's kind of where I'm at, you know. Yeah, really rough.
1: What what kind of audience do you find responds to that? Uh, obviously, pre pre uh, pandemic, but when when you're out with your music, where do you find it resonates the most?
0: I mean, I, I am finding that I'm getting a lot of the Cody Jinks, but uh, there's also a. I mean, I'm hearing there's a softness that some of the uh, John Randall guys like it. Yeah, and then uh, you know, I mean, it it's country with a little bit of grit to it. Uh, I, I mean, I definitely think that I'm a spokesperson for the disabled community. I'm literally, I mean, I, I'm about as beat up as it gets to be able to even do this. Uh, yeah. the part we didn't even go over and it, it kind of goes with the memory side is, uh, when I came back from Iraq, I couldn't remember any of my lyrics. Oh, wow. So that was like an eight, that was an eight year, nine year battle with the VA. And, uh, we, uh, part of it was that I couldn't breathe. So I, I had no oxygen getting to my brain. Uh, some of the other stuff is hormone. I mean, it's all related to injury after injury in the sure. military and then, uh, contracting didn't help. Uh, so, you know, it's, I mean, people that hear the story are like, man, you know, and then uh, my, uh, kind of like my coworker, the one I work with in music all the time is Deanna Wheeler and she's also a disabled vet and both of us have almost identical stories. So mm. we, we kind of run ideas off of each other and, uh, you know really trying to be there for the disabled community
1: yeah sure right well certainly they uh uh, need all the um positive attention that they can get and and in the world today anybody that can offer the kind of help that uh or or at least in the spotlight type sense that you're offering is certainly advantageous for those folks
0: yeah i I think that it's going to grow and i you know i think that I look at the backstory of it. And I think that a lot of people, once they realize that, Hey man, like, I mean, you talk about paying dues. I don't think anybody's paid more dues over time than I have. Yeah, That's like, I mean, I, I'm out here trying and trying you know, and just trying to hold it together. And it, it, it's hard. I mean, I, I've had uh, the last three presidents have helped me out with my medical stuff for the military. I mean, it's, not very many people can say they've had all three presidents do a presidential inquiry. Right. And, uh, the, the final push, uh, Trump finally got my hundred percent through with the VA and the VA kind of gave me an apology because they were like, Oh, we didn't realize this. And I'm like, but they've been sending the letters to you for, you know, years. And every doctor has always spoke highly of my record, but somebody just ignores something or loses something. And it, uh, you know, it's frustrating, but, uh, it's just the route, you know, that's yeah, yeah. the
1: road I'm on. Wow. Yeah. Well, I'd certainly wish you well with that journey for sure. Tell yeah. me about the, the new song, the the link that you just sent me um, earlier this well, morning.
0: So the song's called Wake Me Up When This Year's Over. Yep. And uh, I think we're just going to put it out digitally. But, uh, you know, I, I think it says it all. Uh, yeah. I mean, if you listen to the song, it, it really summed up COVID. I know Six Feet Apart kind of does. But I I think it's just got a more straight to the point, you know. Right. Uh, The bars are closed. We can't do shows. You know, we're out here trying to make a living. Uh, People are going broke. You know, so wake me up when this year's over. And then, uh, you know, I I got a line in there about let me sleep through October. Yeah. And I'm not going to go into who I, you know, my politics or anything. But, you know, I really do think that politics has played a part. Yeah. So let me get through the election. Once the election's over, we can wake back up. You know, and it's like... You know, I, I, I'm done with the politics. I'm done with, uh, you know, one second we're good, one second we're not. It's just been really chaotic, and I think a lot of people relate to that, you know?
1: Yeah, I agree. I, I think a lot of people on both sides are just tired and want to want to get back to the life that we were comfortable with, whatever that looks like. So, yeah, I, I totally totally That's get exactly it. exactly it. Yeah. So what's uh, obviously on the other side of, of that song, and, and we do find some sort of um uh, music life on the other side of whatever all of this is what what is the what's the bucket list for you what what do you, what would you like to see happen with this new music in your career and and touring and that kind of thing what does that look like
0: uh, i mean i think i'm going to go back to the original plan of what i was doing while I was in the military i mean the original plan was to be a touring musician uh i plan on songwriting i mean i think my i think my songwriting uh pretty up there i mean you know, a lot of people say, you know, it's vivid, It that, you know, it just speaks to people as a truth, and I, you know, it's three chords in the truth all over, Sure. and uh, I don't think there's a lot of three chords in the truth. I think people are getting tired if you're in the same old uh, on my tailgate, boy meets girl. I, I mean, I, I I got songs that are about, uh, you know, like, I got a new one that I came up with today, uh, an idea called A Wall, and it's about, you know, Uh, although I didn't go AWOL per se in the military, but it's like, you know, I've really, uh, because I've been stuck over here doing the music, sometimes I forget about family, you know? Right. And I'm, I'm working, you know, I'm a manager in a big corporation and I work all the time. you know, there's a lot of times that, you know, you find yourself AWOL. You're like, yeah, you know, I missed out on this for the kids and I missed out on that. And, uh, I think people relate to that a heck of a lot more than, you know, the same old boy band, uh, country that we're here in nashville these days yeah yeah you know for sure I mean, it's why cody jinx is so popular yeah you know and i respect him for that yeah
1: no you're right so if uh people want to want to listen to the new music and and get a chance to listen to the new song that you just cut and and some of the other tracks and and follow what's going on and and uh you know when, uh, watch for the new releases what's the best way to reach out get in touch and and um follow up with all of that with you
0: I mean, they can check out my Twitter. Uh, I'll send links out, and that's the singer Casey Beck is my link for uh, Twitter. Uh, they can go to CaseyBeck.com, and uh, it's out on every – I mean, I'm out there on everything from Spotify, um, Apple, YouTube, you know. Yeah. And I'm I'm one of these guys I can be reached. I don't, I don't mind getting mail. It's going to take me a while to get back to them, but, uh, you know, I'll get back to them. Uh, it- every message I see and every message I'll reply to.
1: And it's K-C, capital K, capital C, not Casey, correct? Yep. Yep,
0: yep. Yeah, like Kansas City back. Yep, good. So.
1: Yeah, good. Well, yep. thanks, Casey. I, I, this has been great uh, getting to hear your story and certainly wish you well with all of that. And we're excited for the new record to come out, too. That's
0: awesome. I appreciate it, guys.
1: Thanks again for tuning in to this episode of Americana Music Profiles. Find us on iTunes at Americana Music Profiles and on the Internet at AmericanaRhythm.com.